0: So, Baruch Hashem, I'm moved and delighted to see a full base medish. shouldn't be taken for granted because it's quite late, after 10.30. And as some of you saw, we just finished one shir, and this is another. And as I finish speaking to you, I go five minutes from here to a group of a few hundred boys, yeshiva boys, that are yeshoyimim. And I will speak to them tonight. So it's been a very busy day, and Bor Hashem, a wonderful day for me, having this chus to try, to try to inspire, and to try to bring Bonav Shalalokainu, a Kodesh Hu's children somewhat closer to their father. Rav Eli, why are you standing? I think you should come sit up here, but at least sit somewhere. So, we're practically at the door, and mamish before Rosh Hashanah. And we all hope, and daven, and pray for Rachamei How do we achieve Rachamei So obviously, Chazal gave us the formula. Tshuva, Tfilo, Utsdoka. That's the formula. We are a generation that loves gulis. To my dismay, the stranger, the more esoteric they are, the more appeal they have to us. But the grace gulis are not the far-fetched ones, but the ones that are really ironclad. The ones that Chazal say. And tshuva, tefillah, in sdokah. That's the key. That's the formula. So I think in Elul, Sere Simei everybody needs to look for a Musa Sefer. So all year round, we learn lambdas, we learn aloha, we learn... We're not that much into Musa, but at least in these days, everybody needs to find something that will give him more inspiration. Uh, Musa, open his heart and come closer to a Baruch And Tfiloh. We need to put more emphasis on Davening. And Kavon Add on another few perke Tehillim every day, beyond your routine. And I don't have much time to say Tehillim personally. Because, Boruch Hashem, I'm busy with learning and teaching and writing. So, as far back as I could remember myself, I always said, I finish Tilum once a month. So, Tilem is divided into 30 sections, and I say every day the end. But at all, I finish Tilum twice, and I say SMHU a third time. So, these are days in which we need to daven more, because that's one of the big three, tshuva, tefillah, and tzedakah. And tzedakah is not only about money. Chazal teach us there is gemulus Chasodim b'gufoy and b'memayinay. We're all familiar with money of tzedakah. But gemulus chesed b'gufoy is as important and maybe even more important than gemulus chesed b'memayinay. And gemulus chesed b'gufoy is b'kachaylim, making other people happy, Simchas, Chos, and Vakala. Just showing caring and compassion. And even boys in yeshiva have so many opportunities to do chesed. There's a boy in your class, and you know that he needs some chizuk. Maybe you're brighter than he is, and he has difficulty going through the sugya, going through the toysvahs, so Chuvat Fila and Sadaka are the most important Yesidas of our Avoida of Elul Rosh Hashanah and may. Chuvat. But there are other scholars as well. And one of the most powerful is what Chazal teaches in Rosh Hashanah Yudzayin, and in other sources in Shas. Hamaviral Midoisov Ma HaYoshev b'mromim, HaKadosh observes us. He observes the way we act and react and interact with our fellow Jews. And He deals with us, treats us in the same manner as we treat others. Like the Gemara says in Shabbos Kufnu and Aleph, there's a story told in mesekhatanis masa there was a famine in the land and so a is a concept of Tfilis Atanas. We don't do that today. But when tragedy strikes, or difficulty, or strife, we add on another six brachas in the Shemuinas, and that is Tfilis Atanas. Rabbi Yezeb and Horkunas, he goes through the entire davening, the entire Tfilis, and nothing happens. Yorad Achra of Rabbi Kiva. And Rabbi Kiva was a disciple. He was a Talmud of Rabbi Yezar. And Rabbi Kiva just says, Ovinu malkeinu Hasei lamancha Im lo lemaneinu Ovinu malkeinu Hasei lamancha Vahoyshyeinu Umiyad Yoradu Gishomim Havei kumeranini rabonon Suddenly it was like An ivesha is it a murmur? What, what is it? So the Talmudim started to talk. S- something happened. This is shocking. Our great Rabbi Davan and davend nothing happened. And his Talmud, who was far younger than him, barely opened his mouth, and it's raining and pouring. Yotsu Baskol Menashomayim. And they heard a Baskol Menashomayim. So Rebbe Lezeb and Hercules wasn't very forgiving. He was a captain. And that's a separate schmooze. So, who of you is familiar with Rebbe? it's a Lepeter Burger? Does the name ring a bell? Who was he? Yeah, Rabbi Zelig Blaza, also known as Rabbi Zelig Who was his rabbi? Rabbi Sol Salant. I think he was the greatest Talmud of Rabbi Sol Salant, and most well known and renowned for his musar, But he was one of the greatest gedolim of his time. So. Rabbitsila was a Gödel and also a Gavaldi Gibal Musa. And he has an essay in Koich Ve'or in which he explains that it's not that Rabbi was just a nicer guy than Rabbele and Horakonis, and and Horkonus was one of the angry ones. No. He understood the fisherish Nishmosoi, that that is his derech in anhoges But the Gemara says that the Baskal explained <laughs> So obviously it was a Gzera which, which was just couldn't couldn't be dealt with and Ben Horkinus was the greatest sage of his time and the greatest talent his tefillah had no effect it is only in the schools of Mavir al Midasiv. So one of the greatest gurus is just forgo and forgive. Turn a page. Don't be makbid. Because when you are makbid, you bring upon yourself Midata Din. So that is one of the greatest gurus. Midistavis. But beyond all this gurus, it is the basic feeling of Yomim Niroim, which is Ma'orer Shamayim. Every day in the morning we say Slichas, and a few years ago I had a feeling; it occurred to me, and this word has great appeal to me. So every day in the morning we say Slichas. What is the most important section of the Slichas we say every day? Who could guess? What's the most important passage? You're right. You would give me Number two. What's second on the list? I don't think anybody'll guess. Oshamnu? Maybe. It's the one that we fly through at supersonic speed, almost at the end. Why is that so important? Because it goes all the way back to the Mishnah. So most of the Slichis is from the Paitanim. 800 years ago, 900 years ago, 1,000 years ago. But this Tefillah Misha is in the beginning of the 2nd period of Thomas. It goes all the way back to the Mishnah. So every day in the morning we say Mishon halavoma vino baro mari hu yanenu Mishon ale yeshokeshana echad al gab Mishon yankov Moshe Aaron David vishloime benoy ushalaim Mishon ezra begoila Leoni bemaya and then we finish off by saying Mishon ale kolot sadikim vachasidei vatimim hu Are you serious are you making fun? You're either so arrogant or so stupid. So why do you think if a Kodesh Bokhu responded to Avro, Mitzraim, and Yankov, he needs to respond to you as well? Do you really think so? How do you compare to those giants? But you answered Moshe, you answered Aharon, you answered Yisrofetzadik, and David and Melech, So why don't you respond to my fellas? Are you serious? And then we say, but you also answer to all the Chassidim and the Tzadikim and the Yishorim and Tamimim, so please answer to my prayers as well. So exactly which category do you fit in? Where do you think you belong? Are you a Chassid, a Tzadik, a tzaddik, a, tzaddik, a yoshar, So why do you think that Kodesh you answered all those giants. Why don't you respond to me? There's a Safi a Avayda, beautiful Seyfi. It's one of the Salam Israam. And he brings a story that Ramayesha of Kubrin used to say that the Chosad Ramonala, I did some research, who is this Ramonala?" quoted in Yesaidu Avadim? And I discovered he was a Talmud of the Magid of Mezrich. Who was the Rabbi of the Magid of Mezrich? Who knows? Huh? Bal Shemto. Yeah, so do you teach chassidus and yeshiva? I wasn't aware of that. So Rabmanah was a Talmud of the Magid, and he used to say, Shabbos by Shachas when I daven, and I say, I don't find myself there because I'm neither a tzaddik or a chassid, I'm not there. But then when I say, I'm there. I'm one of those. And the Kobrino, Ramosh of Kuberino added on, and I don't find myself even there. But when I go on and I say, I'm there. I'm one one of those. One of the creatures, one of the million creatures, they all praise and they sing the song of praise to HaKadosh they all pray, they all pray, I'm one of them. So every day in the morning when we say, Where do you belong? So then suddenly we switch over to Aramaic. And we say, Why do we switch to Aramaic? So there's a Gemara in Shabbos, the few days. The Gemara says that the angels don't understand Aramaic. There's a language they don't know. And in Brochus of Gimel, Toises explains, why do we say Kaddish in Aramaic? Yehi Whenever we want to speak in intimacy with the Kaddish Baruch personal, and we don't want the malachim to be part of it, we daven and we speak in Aramaic. It's like the language of a baby, of an infant in which he cries out to his mother. So not always do I understand my enaklach, my grandchildren, when they're a year old. But my daughters always understand them. And when a baby cries out, his mother always understands. And she knows what he needs. Sometimes the father as well. But the mother always. So when we want to talk to a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and we don't want... Anyone in the middle, no middlemen, we use Aramaic. So I once had a marvellous thought, and I think it's M islamito. Shabaskufi Taste Gamura says, Koro Aina Omaniya Heshme Raba but Kor Koikoi Marishana Yomavishnaisov it's a great zgula. Why? We don't say Borok Shem Kavoid Malhusai out loud. Only Yum Kippur once a year. Two reasons. The tour brings from the medrash. When Moshe was in the heavens, forty days and forty nights, he heard the Malachim saying Borosheim and he was so moved by that beautiful pasuk, he brought it down to the Jewish people. So the medrash says a Moshe, one of the servants of the king, was once in the queen's room and he saw a beautiful necklace. He looked around. No one was there. and There were no surveillance cameras. He just put it into his pocket. Came home. He told his wife, I have the most beautiful jewel you will ever see. And it's a gift from me to you. But please, I want you to know the Shabak and the Mossad and the police and the FBI and the CIA and the Interpol are all looking for this so don't dare to leave the house with this necklace. Don't even go to the window, just in the house. <laughs> so Moshe Rabbeinu took this posse from the Malachim and he gave it to us and says, don't say it out loud, only only quietly. How could we say Bo Hashem Kavod Machusa, without crying out loud? It's so difficult. So Yehosh Meir is the exact translation. It's the same as Bo Hashem Kavod Machusa. And the angels don't understand Aramaic. And that is why, So that is that is our outlet. That's our purkan. It is imposed on us to say, quietly, so we say, So the angels don't understand Aramaic. And that is the language in which when we really want to cry out to our Kodesh Baruch so that's in Shabbos Yud Beis and in Brochus Dav Gimel. So after we invoke the memory of all the giants of our past, of our history, Mishon Rome Vinu, and all the giants, we say, Baruch we ain't stupid and we definitely ain't arrogant. We said what we said. We said what our forefathers have been saying for 2,000 years. And it's probably important just to invoke Chaz voice but we know that it's not us, and we don't compare. And we're fully aware that we are neither chasidim, nor tzaddikim, nor Yesharam nor tamimim. We are nothing. All we are is, we're desperate, we're poor, we're needy, we're downtrodden. But you have a special place for the downtrodden. Kor Avashem Lenishberei Lev Vezdakei Ruach Yehoshia That's a posic in Tehillim. So we turn to Aramaic and we say Rachmona Da'onei La'aniyei Aneinon You always respond to the needy, to the poor, to the desperate, to the broken hearted. Rachmona Da'onei L'tvirei Libo Aneinon Rachmona Da'onei L'mekichei Rucho that's all we have. And that's all we have to offer. We are nobody. But every nobody has place by you. And that is our hope. And that is why we switch to Aramaic. The angels won't understand. They can't understand. But Rabbayna Shalom, you do. And you always have place for the brokenhearted. So this is Zoya. An unbelievable Zaya. The Daya says, for out of 150 prokem in there are only three personal ones: Tfilo Moshe Ishu Elikim, Tfilo leDavid, and Perakuv Beis in tehillim, which is Tfili oni Ki Yatoif. Ulefne Hashem Ishpoch Sicho. And the Zoya says, Oni Kroivo So let me share with you the way I understand this Chazal, this Zoya. Tfilele Moisha is a tvila that is based on the unbelievable power of Torah because Moisha symbolizes the Koyacha Torah, And the very vast, very last Patek in Divrei Hanavi, at the end of Malachi, the pasuk says, the navi says, "Zichru Torahs Moshe Avdi Asherot Zivasi B'Chayrav." The Torah is defined as Torahs Moshe. So, le leMoshe is a Tfilah that is based on the huge koyach of Torah. le David is based on Tvila. because David the Melech was first and foremost in Tfilah. Ne'im z'amiris Yisrael. But Tfilah taps them all. And nothing opens up all the gates of heaven like Tfilah Le'oni ki'yatoif u'lefnei Hashem yishpokh And that is what we mean by saying E'lechmona da'onei la'aniyei. What we said, we said that's what our fathers and forefathers have been saying for thousands of years. But we're fully aware of our shortcomings. All we have to offer is, Tfili Leoni, we've come back and we just hope we will be embraced. And you will answer our Tfilis because the Tfilis come out of a broken heart. So every day in the morning we say, I've never had their experience, and I doubt you had it, but uh, I assume that when a shnarr, and I use this word because it's so unpleasant, when a shnarr knocks on the door, he probably feels so embarrassed, I could just assume sometimes he hopes nobody will open that door. Sometimes he hopes. So when I open the door of my home and a person stretches out his hand, I always feel his pain and his embarrassment. And besides giving him whatever I could give him, I always give him a smile. And I ask him, do you want to drink something just to have him feel like a human being with some minimal dignity? And not like a rag, and that is how we feel when we come back to a We knock on the door like like a beggar, and we say, "Please, a give us give us some more time, give us rachamim, give, give us your mercy." So just a half hour ago. At the previous year, I told a story I heard from an Alta Polish Choset, a beautiful story. Ludge was a big Jewish center in Poland, and it was a big center of Alexandra Chassidin. There was one shtibel in Ludge in which they said, Yom Kippur in every Erev Rosh and they called it the Chofetz Chaim Shtibel. But the Chofetz Chaim didn't really have shtibel, so what was the story? The Chofetz Chaim was once in lodge and he wanted to daven mincha. So he asked his people, where will we daven? So they took him down, and he went into his So a younger man, a chosset, goes to the Omid, and he shouts out, Ashrei, and the Chofetz Chaim says, Yom Kippur cotton." The Hasidim asked him, what's that? Nobody in lodge knew what's Yom Kippur cotton. So the Chofetz Chaim said, Erev Rosh Chodesh, we say Yom Kippah The Chassidim said, we don't, what's Yom Kippah So the Chofetz Chaim takes a sitter and he shows them at the back of the sitter Erev Rosh you say Yom Kippah So the Hasidim said, the Rebbe Zoknish, the Rebbe doesn't say. And if the Rebbe doesn't say, it goes without saying, then the Hasidim don't say so the Chovetz Chaim said one of his beautiful, sweet Misholem. So he said, Why your Rebbe doesn't say him, keep it up. So the Chovetz Chaim on the spot spontaneously says, Two Yidin meet each other in the train station in Warsaw. Like to see them, one stretches out his hand to the other, and he says, Where are you going? He said, I'm going to Krakow. I'm going to Krakow as well, great, we could spend some time together. As they get on the train, they sit one next to the other. First stop, after 10 minutes, Mr. A gets up, stretches out his hand, have a beautiful day, I'm leaving the train. But didn't you say you're going to Krakow? He said, of course I'm going to Krakow, but I'm not rich. I can't afford a ticket from Warsaw to Krakow. I go down at every stop, look for the local Stiebel, spend a day or two. I snore some putas to make it to the next stop. Next stop, once again, I look for the local shtivel and put together some money, and I hope by the weekend I might meet you in Krakow. So the Chovetz Chaim said, Your Rebbe is a rich man. He could afford a ticket. We're poor. We need to stop at every station. And get off, get off the train and plea and beg and put together some money to make it to the next stop. So the Chavit says, Of course, your Rabbi doesn't say him cotton. He doesn't need to say him cotton. He could afford a ticket from one yom Kippur to the other, but we need, we need the stops. We desperately need those stops. So we embarked on this journey, Shayna Shedal. Last Maitre Shabbos was another stop. step, now we have Shabbos, and Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah, we hope, we hope to make it, we'll get there on Rosh Hashanah, we'll get there on Yom Kippur, and we all hope to get closer to our Kaddish Boch, with Tshuva, Tfilah, massim Toiv, and Gimbal Es and we should all be zaychim, but just just the feeling of desperation, and brokenheartedness, and humility, that is the key, so let me share with you another Hasidic Shemais, another Hasidic story. So the story goes that the Baal of a few weeks before Rosh Hashanah, called one of his greatest Talmidim. His name was David Kichas. And he told him, I want you to be the Balmakra. Makra. You know, in my shul, in this shul, I'm not a Chazan. I'd never dive for the Ahmed, and I'm not a Baal Tukayah. But I'm the Baal So the Belshem told him, I want you to be the Baal and I will be the makra." So every day in the morning, they got up. B'alois Shaha went to the mikveh, and the Belshem taught him the Kavonis, the Saitis, the secrets, the Kavonis. And he was so moved and so proud that he is going to be the Belshem Tev's Baal Erev Rosh Hashanah gets him in the morning. All the hachanas, last stop. Rosh Hashanah in the morning, didn't sleep all night. And in the morning, he remembers nothing. His brain is just blank. And he's shattered. doesn't know what to do. On one hand, he says, I need to tell my Rebbe that I know nothing. Because... He invested in me. He taught me all these kavonis and I remember nothing. But I'm so ashamed. And how will I break his heart? All this effort was futile, was for nothing. And then he contemplates, so I won't tell him. But wouldn't he realize in my first tkir? Wouldn't he feel? That's an empty tkir. There's nothing behind it doesn't know what to do and is contemplating and crying his heart out and davening to a kodesh boku. Please, please give it back. He remembers nothing. And he is still in his deliberations and contemplations and suddenly the Tov is in the shoon and he crowds out, Lamanatsah kolu amen tikochaf, It's too late. And then the Tov starts speaking and he says there are many She'orim up in the heavens. Every shah has a different key. So there are Shari Trilan, Shari and Shari Tachanun. And every one of those shurim has a different key. And the kavanas are the keys to all those gates of the heavens. But there is one master key, and that opens all the gates. And that key is Shivroim Alev, a broken heart. And then Rabbi David knew all he has to do. That's the key that opens all the gates of heavens. And that is Rahmana Da'onele Aniei So of course we need to do greatest effort, Tshuva, Tfilah, and Siddurkah. But at the end of the day, we still are so far, so we try, we do our best. We hope to be better with every passing day. We hope to come closer to a Baruch Hu. But that is the underlying and basic feeling of the Yom niron. Tfilu La'oni Ki Yatoif Hashem ishpoch So let me wish each and every one of these wonderful Talmidim. And uh, let me tell you, my dear friend, Rav Eli, I speak to him from time to time, many times I see him at this year. He is so proud of all of you, he's so proud of his Talmidim, and he always tells me that these are the boys, some of them will be future leaders of Galat Yisrael. So my brocha to all of you from the depth of my heart is, Mietan that from this from this yeshiva we should be zaychet to marbitse Torah, myra You should all prosper and grow and flourish in your Yiddishkeit, in your avestayla, in your yerushamayim. None of us knows where life takes us. Some of you might be doctors. Some of you might be lawyers. Some of you, hopefully, will be very successful businessmen. But I hope all of you will always remember. The experiences you had in the yeshiva, and the yeshiva experience should be part of you. Should be part of your nishama, part of your essence, and you should all have a siva vehicasima taiva, bisifon, sadikim, gimmuring. We should all share beside this taivas, and we should all be Zaykhashana Taiva Umisukha. And many times I explain. Why do we wish each other a Toiva misuko? There are many good things, not all of them are sweet. Rabbi Kiva teaches us Khaldi Yovad Rahmon Many good things in our lives, some of them ain't that sweet. There are far many more sweet things that ain't good. So we wish each other we should have a shonatoiva umesuko should be good and sweet as well. So this coming year should bring Eurah and Bracha and Simcha and we should all be zeich to be Marvitz Torah, Laagil Torah, Laadira Bishalvo, V'Nachas and it should be Yashnaz Go'u Yeshua and we should hear in the near future not only Ko'il Shofah Shosh Hashanah but also koil shoyfo shel moshiach tkenu ken so yin ishorim tiru u khitkoa shofar tishma'u <laughs> mishar herkol sefer shel moshiach bemehirov yomenu umek so we have some time for some questions what what's your name That's a very tough question because I've heard many great things about myself, but I'm not a Novi, I'm not a prophet. And the question you ask is so individual, but people should know their shortcomings and their limitations. We all need to do a chesh nefesh, and we all need to try to fix, but it is so individual, and it depends only you know what you need to take care of. So Ashkenazim have a minimum of four days of Salichus. Sometimes we have five, sometimes six, sometimes seven before Rosh Hashanah. We always have a minimum of four days. And why is that? There are various different interpretations. The Be'er brings... Four days of slichas coincide with the four days of bikur of a korban tzibur. Before we bring an animal to sacrifice in the Beis HaMikdash, we need to examine that animal four days, whether it has a mum, whether it has any blemish. So what we learn from this Be'er HaTev, that the days of slichas are not only to be dedicated to daven and to pray and to plead, also cheshben and efesh. These are days of introspection. And you need to examine and try to fix. (coughs) So my basic question is, so on the base of Migdash, you look for a mum. And if the animal has a mum, you throw it aside and you bring another one. But if we have a mum, so what are you going to do? you Are going to send someone else? You don't have that option. The answer is a very simple one. If you ever learned Kad there's a mum Oiver and a mum Kavua. There's a permanent mum and a temporary one. Temporary... Mum doesn't disqualify the animal, but it is only when that mum is healed that you could once again sacrifice that animal. Benefesh Odom, in our Neshamis, there is no mum kavua, there's no such a thing. Any mum we have could be rectified, could be dealt with. So that is what these days should be dedicated to, introspection and try to be better, try to fix what you need to fix. It's not too personal a question. It's not too personal a question, but just the worship should have, in mind want to you me. When I say you give me this, what I have in mind... I just have in mind trying to plea for HaKadosh Baruch Hu Zerach So the Ramachan Toy Miradvayro explains the Lushan of the Gemara is Omer HaKadosh Baruch Hu L'Yisrael Not to Yisrael, Kadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe pam azea, And the Toy Miradvayro emphasizes It's not she Shiyomro lafonai. But the korban sheya sulafonay, and those Yud Gimel midas we need to try to emulate. So, mahu rachum afatochanim, rachum mahu So Yud Gimel midos is all about, all about trying to emulate the Kadosh ways. But that is not what I have in mind when I say Yud Gimel. When I say you would give it to me this, I just have the most poshita kavana. Just pleading with the Kodesh Baruch Hu, as I said before, Kedalam Peace, please have mercy, please have Rahmas. I wouldn't phrase the question as balance but rather what is the right way you know if you're going to learn Yemen and Valayla, in another 20 years you're going to have this dilemma how do I balance the Aloha with the Mesides of my Rebbe uh, that question would be relevant to you in 20 years time if you learn those 20 years of and Valayla so at some stage if you're a great Talmud Chochem and when you learn halacha, you, you forge and develop your own understanding and your own interpretation. And you have this feeling of, of who's right and who is not right. And then you have the dilemma, how much authority, how much leeway do you have to decide and determine and to rule halacha and how much are you bounded to a certain messiah? But as young yeshiva boys, you definitely need to follow you know, follow the psakim of your rabbayim and of the gedaylam of your time and of previous generations. So at one stage, at some stage in the life of a Talmud chacham, that dilemma becomes very relevant. <coughs> what is the right balance between, you know, the Mishad and the Minhogim and your own feeling and opinions? But I think you're too young for that question. Yeah, but just do it briefly because there are probably many other boys that want to ask questions. about the the like or, not, or, not, or, not, or not. There is not much relevance or significance in family menhogam. Menhogam is not really that binding. So I think the accepted psak is should override family monogam. If it's an issue of Koid Av, then that's a separate issue. But in Halacha, family and mogum don't have that much weight. What does Rabbi think the right Kavana one should have while listening to Kiyat Shofar? Right, Kavana? While listening to Kiyat Shofai. Similar to what I said when I was asked what I have in mind when I say you would give me that Ashash was one of the great Mekobolim. And in his Siddur, he writes that if a person is Mahara B'tshuva B'shaz T'kiya Shofar, that atones for everything, even chayev Koros or Misa B'deish So when you hear T'kiya Shofar, you need to be Mahara B'tshuva. The Shla has at HaT'kiyas, and he has Kavonus pshutois, the simple Kavonas. And he has a very powerful idea. And he says that are stages in the life of a person. So when you're born, you're pure, you're kodesh you're tahor. and then at some stage, you taste tamchait, and you fall. And you disappoint and you fail the test. And it's like a sickness or an illness. And that is Genuhe Gonach. And that is the Shvorim. And if you don't if you don't repent and you don't and you don't go back, then the next stage is the demise of an And that is Yulula Yolal. So yiralot was usually after a person's demise. So those are stages, stages in your spiritual life. The Tkiyah, the shvarim, the Tru'ah. And then the Tkiyah once again teaches you that you always, you always have a second chance and a Kodesh Baruch Hu waiting for you. And from the deepest depths you could always come back and that is the Tkiyah. And what I add on to this law is, after all this turmoil, the T'kies and the shvorim and the then comes the tkiyah G'dayla. And that indicates, So at the end of the day, that's the tkiyah G'dayla, which comes to convey a message that if you really do chuva you can reach heights, that were just impossible to achieve at the beginning of your life. So in Hasidis, there's a concept of Hamtukas Hadinim What does that mean? That means when we sin and transgress, but ultimately, if we do Tshuva Shalema, and we reach higher than we were in the first place in a way that sanctifies even your transgressions, and that is defined as ,Mm hamtakat hadinim bishosha. So, in reality, I'm the Balmakra. What do I have in mind by shoifah? I look at my watch, and I'm just responsible that the t'kiyas are al 'al pi'alokha. But, what would I do if I wouldn't be the Makra b'shast, kiyas shoifah? I would try to do Bimahara and Shuva and bear in mind the Shla. One more question. Rebeli, whom should I choose? Okay. There's a Taz in many places in the Shukaroth. It talks about how you can't make a new head and a if it's in the Torah. Once again? Yeah, three three different places that does, yeah. yeah. So, based off that, how was Ravey Gershon allowed to make uh, his gazera that he made um, over a thousand years ago? How was he able to do that based off? That? Um, how was, what, what what was he relying on? How was he, how is he able to make a gazera? If it's explicit in the Torah, um his gazera, that you don't have to marry to him. So, where is the POSEC explicitly in the third that you have two wives? Is there a posse in the third you could have two wives? What? That's the first episode. You can't take two sisters. But that is even after you divorced one, you can't take the other. The says that you can give to the child of the wife. <speaking in foreign language> But that could once again be one wife after the other. It doesn't need to be both together. So I, I just don't recall. So the Taz means if it's explicit Mufurish in the Torah, Leheter can't So if there is a posuk Mufurish, number one, maybe the Rabenu Geshem didn't agree with the Taz. Uh, but the question would be, so how would the Taz explain the Benu Very good question. Maybe this applies only to Chachomim, de That means Chachme Mishnah. Does it mean that throughout the ages, you know, Gidoilam Rabotidin don't have the authority to do so? It applies to Chachme Mishnah Because the Ramam explains in his introduction to Shas that only... Chachme, and and Gemara have the authority to be goyzig zedus forever and for the entire world. After Chassidus the Talmud, that authority is no longer existent. So maybe the Taz refers only to the rabbans in the Tkuf of the Mishnah and the Gemara, not to later generations. So once again, I wish you all Aksiva ve and Thank you for coming. I'm inspired to see you all here. And together with Kol Beis'a we shall have a wonderful year. Thank you.